This coverage is live and uncensored, so if you have any small children present, you may want to have them leave the room. going on guys it's that time again my take radio beyond the mic joining me this week is jamila rouser the creator of the girl gone geek blog we're going to be talking about her site what she's been working on and also a little bit about geek culture and some of the stuff she covers what's going on jamila what's up nothing much excited to be here all right let's uh get into into the easy stuff first tell us a little bit about the the girl gone geek blog well, I think it's coming up to its two-year anniversary now. Um, I started it a few years ago because I love geek stuff, but most of my friends don't. Uh, and I like to write, so I kind of used my blog, which I created, to talk about geek stuff because I never really get to talk about it, except my family or my brother, one or two uh, selective friends. But um, it's kind of like my outlet to just gush about everything and everything that I love, which is a lot, a lot of things that I'm obsessed about. So it's um, comic books and video games, anime, sci-fi fantasy books, you name it. I probably am obsessed about it. <laughs> yeah, I got to, I had the opportunity to check out your site. I saw, you know, you, de- you delve a lot into some anime. You have a lot of really great features. And um, when did you realize that you know, you wanted to go in this direction and create a site dedicated to this because I see a lot of sites usually that are, you know, that that women create that are usually catering to a specific gender or a specific interest in general. What made you want to just use the broad stroke approach? Uh, I think it's because I love so many different things. It would have been too hard for me to just focus on sci-fi or just focus on uh, anime. I I am I have this very like passionate, obsessive kind of personality, and I wanted to talk about everything. Um, but I think when I started my blog, I was kind of unsure if I wanted it to be like a personal thing or a newsy kind of thing, where I do all the like you know latest geek news, and I kind of just did whatever I loved. So um, it's kind of personal sometimes. I only talk about things that I like. So, for example, like I don't play Halo, for example. I have nothing against it. But um, so I won't really talk about Halo because I don't play it. I only talk about things that I like. And I've kind of stuck to that and felt that I can't go wrong. Like if I watch a movie that I thought was awful, I probably won't review it just because I like to talk about things that I'm really passionate and excited about. Um, And that's worked well so far. Yeah, so in short, I love way too many things to discard <laughs> one. <laughs> no, I that that's a great approach. I mean, we we do the same thing. I don't I don't review anything that I'm not passionate about. I don't cover anything I'm not passionate about. I think that that's the best way to do it because too often people just go out there wanting to create traffic 
that's yeah. not really personal. So I really like mm -hmm. the personal approach you took to it. I think, um, like, I was kind of fighting with myself. I started to do these TV talk things. So I way, way too much TV. Um, I have Battlestar Galactica on pause, which is, like, my new thing now um, after Lost. Uh, but I wasn't sure if I should do reviews for shows or if I should just talk about it. So I realized that I write with uh, my heart instead of my head. So when I'm talking about a review for The Walking Dead, uh, for example... Uh, I'm a fan of the comic, and I love the show. I'm aware of both uh, mediums' faults. So I am passionate about characters, and I don't say, oh, well, that shot this, and this this thing, that happened to that character. Like, I am screaming at Lori. I say I hate her. I am excited about uh, Michonne coming into the show, and I talk about that. I talk about what I like and try not to give a review, because if you're reading my post about it, Chances are you already watched the show, so you don't need to read what happened. Uh, I'm just going to gush about how I feel. <laughs> I I like that approach because I, too, yell at Laurie, and I, too... Oh, my God. And I, too, ask myself <laughs> why Carl doesn't stay his ass in the house, but... Seriously. <laughs> kind of, I mean, I get it. Zombie apocalypse. But, Laurie, you've got to watch your kid. Yeah, she's... Kid. she's, and she's ugh, I can't stand her in the show. Yeah, her character definitely isn't isn't too bright. That that's what I'm saying. It's it's that type of stuff that that I personally like to read. I like to read a more emotional post. It 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 helps you connect not only with the author, but it just gives you an another look at whatever program you're watching because more often you read these recaps and they're just that recaps verbatim of what happens. There's no emotion, there's no breakdown, there's no connection. Yeah, and I realize like I'm not that kind of blog. I don't do recaps. I don't I don't even blog about every show, every single episode. I only blog about episodes that really move me to write. Like for example, Game of Thrones, which I'm really I'm really loving and I'm on A Dance of Dragons right now. I haven't written about it yet, not because I don't love it, but it's hard for me to separate the book and the show at the moment. But uh, like with Fringe, I love Fringe. I don't write about every episode of Fringe because every episode doesn't move me to write. Um, and I'm very picky about, like, writing. I have to be in the mood, which is really frustrating sometimes because um, I can't get some blogging done because I'm not in the mood to write. But, Writer's yeah, block. I feel like I write better if, if I'm, like, feeling it in the mood, emotional about a show. Oh, I can understand that. I, nothing is worse than having emotional writer's block, especially when it's something you really want to write about. You're staring at the screen and you're... You know, if you're using WordPress, you're just staring at that white screen and you're just like, Yes, oh, that user press. <laughs> yeah, so I, I can I can definitely understand. Um I noticed you were doing a lot of you know, you do some product reviews and stuff. How how do you get yourself ingrained into covering some of this stuff? Because I saw you did some Comic Con coverage and you, you did some some tech reviews. Like how'd you go about promoting yourself? Did did people just start knowing you through you know, just the web and word of mouth or people that read your content? Um, I have no idea. I, it's so, it's still so weird. Um, when I, I went to Comic-Con the first, I went to Comic-Con two years ago, which was my blog was pretty new. And I was surprised that even then that some people had heard about my blog. I'm like, what? This isn't real life. Um, I think, it was a learning experience. So, like, if you're trying to start a blog um, or you, you have started a blog, like, it's it was a big learning experience for me. I just kind of went with it as I was going. Um, I didn't really know where I wanted to take my blog. 
uh, I wasn't, it was a hobby. It's something that I love to do. So it's not something that I'm trying to get tons of money out of because I don't get any money out of it. Um, I like to blog. So that's why I do it. Uh, and it's really just going out there, being active in the community that you're talking about. So being active in the geek community online. So I'm all on Twitter following people who I like, who like the same stuff as me, whether they're big, big blogger people with a million followers or small, you know, smaller people, um, just being in that community. So other people see you, uh, being on top of the news, being in all the different socials that there are, um, and getting like your name out there in that sense. And, uh, I think, I think that's like my best, my best bet. The, the geek subculture online is, is big and small at the same time. Like, you know, if you have friends who are very active in the geek subculture, you all pretty much probably follow the same people on Twitter and go on the same blogs every day and all that stuff. So kind of getting your name out there um, works really well. I think well, and, for and, me, it has at least. Well, <laughs> that's that. That's a great approach for it. I mean, I ended up getting in contact with you just based off blog world. And- yeah. You know, it was it, it was funny because you're like, oh, who's going? And I'm like, wow, it's not too many people on Twitter asking who's going to Blog World, considering it's such a huge event. So that yeah, actually, I didn't think, uh, yeah, got the ball rolling for me to to check out your site. I um I heard about I didn't even know about Blog World. I was listening to the French podcast, uh, which I love, and they are talking about Blog World and promoting it. So I went on their site because uh, they were offering some discount through it, and um. Some of the prices are super expensive, which I cannot afford because I don't make I don't make money off my blog. I do it because I love it. Um, so I I found out that I could go a cheaper way, but I tweeted about it to see you know who else in the New York City area was going that I could meet and network with and stuff and be friends with. Because um, there's I like meeting people in New York who one aren't creepers. <laughs> Oh, that's the worst shit. There, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of creepers out there. Yes, and it is it's scary. So I try and stay away from that or ignore it. Um, but there's a lot of cool people um, who are in this kind of little world uh, and deal with this little world that I deal with. So I like to be friends with them and network and help each other out. So well, yeah. I sh- and I think I'm going by myself. So I'd like to meet somebody. Well, you know, we'll I'll be I'll be there the three days. I. I you're sh- not a creeper, right? No, I sh- I I <laughs> I went I went the whole kitten caboodle um just to give you some background and just to share it with you. It's basically <clears throat> people started asking me, "Hey, are you going to Blog World?" and I'm like, "You know, what the hell is this?" So, yeah. I started doing research on it and then I started meeting a couple of broadcasters that do video and stuff and they're local here in New York City. And they're like, oh, you should go to Blog World and Blog World this and Blog World that. And we're going to have a booth there. And this, I'm like, oh. okay. I'm like, well, if you're going to have a booth there, then this shit must be important. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, and I feel like guilty for not of, of hearing about it earlier. Yes. But I heard about it. So via a podcast um, and they're going and I kind of want to meet them because I, I re- I'm a big fan of their podcast. Um, so, yeah, I'll be there. I still have to get my ticket, but I'll be I'll be up in there. I, I I pulled the trigger and shelled out the hundred and fifty bucks. Hopefully I don't. Yeah. Re- hopefully hopefully I don't regret it because <laughs> because yeah, that I, is the I, worst shit. <laughs> I didn't understand because I've never been clearly, and I didn't really understand like what each ticket kind of grants you access to. Um, 
but we'll see. I still haven't got my ticket yet. Who knows? Maybe somebody wants to sponsor me to go. I was so, and you know, it's funny, like for New York Comic Con, I was able to get a media um, pass I got in for free, but with Blog World, of course, everybody's pretty much media, so they're not going to let anything oh, no. for free off of that pass. Definitely not. It's it's funny because you were talking about monetizing your blog and how you're not writing your blog to make money. And it's funny because I see some of the ads on there. And one of the things that got my attention was you had a, an ad for Gaming Angels. And I actually... Oh, oh yeah. Well, those are like um, friends and affiliate people. Right. And I actually... Yeah. I know Trina from that site. She's been on the show a few times. Oh, she has? I'm a part of um, Gaming Angels Presents. Really? Well, I didn't know that. Blog is. Yeah. Um, it happened... Like in the fall, last fall. Oh man, that's that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, she's been I on love the show. Gaming angels and Trina. Yeah, she's been on the show. We, you know, she's been on the show to talk uh, gaming. She's been on the show to talk about MMA because she likes watching the UFC. So it, that's uh, cool. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, so it, it, you know, that was another another you know thing that kind of tied everything together. But go, going back to you know just the ads and stuff, why why have you chosen to not monetize? At all. Well, I really, I'm super busy often, um, and I haven't really looked into ways that I can monetize my blog uh, other than, you know, the little ads on the on the side, which I tried for a little bit and didn't make, like, anything off of, and I felt, why keep it there if it's not really, you know, giving me a lot of profit? I'm going right. to take it off because it's not cute. <laughs> it's ugly. <laughs> it's not a... Most of the time, it's ugly. Um so I took it off and I'd like to, I did one, I did like a, a link thing once, but it took me a lot to, to even get there to even say like, yes to that. Um, I kind of like my blog clean and I'm really picky about what's on it, but I, I would you. like to make money if I could. I just haven't really put in the time to figuring out how I can without feeling like I'm selling it out. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's the yeah. worst part, but you know, it's not, it's not a, you know, it's, it's a brisk walk. It is not a, it is not a sprint because to, to, to get paid, you know, you got to wait, especially with any ad campaigns, but you know, yeah. considering the niche you cover, I was just surprised that there wasn't a, not, not from you, but just a, a bigger approach to that. Because like I said, it's not often that, you know, uh, a, a lady runs a blog that's so vast. Usually it's like, like I said, very, very gender specific, which I don't like because, you know, we're all, when you use the term geek, it's for everybody. Yeah. It's genderless, yeah. you know? That's how I feel. Um, I kind of tried to run my blog. I'm a girl, clearly. So I will like gush about how hot David Tennant is or something like that. Um, but I, I write because that's how I feel. Right. I don't want to write just for women or just for men. It's for any, it's for everybody. Um, but, but just be warned. I will talk about how hot certain guys are and girls, um, because that's how I feel. Uh, but I personally, I have nothing against like female based things, even male based things, but I feel like geek, a lot of people who are geeks um, have already been, like, excluded from things maybe they are of time in high school and growing up. And I don't want to do that just because I'm a girl and focusing on, you know, um, solely female topics. And that's just not what I care to do. Uh, I feel like 
I really hate it when geeks bash other geeks or try to exclude other geeks because they don't know, uh, they never watched that movie or they never read that book or whatever, or they're cause, cause they're a guy or cause they're a girl, especially for me. Uh, cause I've heard some crazy stuff because I'm a girl. So I don't want my blog to do that. I want, I mean, I try not to make it too girly, but I really like pink things and, um, right. and, and other things like that. But I try and make it as gender neutral as possible. What what stumbling blocks since you've been blogging have you, you know, experienced along the way? Just you know, maybe people just downplaying what you do, or people just, you know, uninformed. You know what's really weird? Uh, the internet has been really nice to me, surprisingly. Uh, for the most part, I haven't had too many negative people which is what i love like about the gay community for for the most part everybody is super supportive of each other and really nice and um i have a lot of girls which makes me like so so happy email me saying like they're glad that they found my blog because you know they're in high school and they love this stuff but nobody else they know does so they're glad you know there's another girl out me or out there like me uh talking about it and i'm like i i kind of try and welcome people to just like email me about whatever. Like, if you want to talk about Game of Thrones last episode, like, email me. We'll talk about it. Like, it's, I don't want it to be this, like, you know, one-way thing. I try and be as personal as possible. I've had, like, one or two weird things on Twitter, but nothing ever really uh, being mean about my blog or saying that it's it's crap. I've heard a lot of really nice things that makes me super happy. I've heard some weird things about me being a girl and me liking the things I like, but I have, uh, I guess it's sort of related to my blog. For example, I had this, um, I went to, I was actually standing in line uh, at Barnes and Nobles last, last year um, for, to meet the Doctor Who crew. They came to sign the DVD I am a massive Doctor Who fan. Um, so when I heard Matt Smith and all them were going to be in New York City, I was like, I'm going to be there. I was, uh, I didn't go to my internship that day. I made up some excuse. I stood in line for like six hours, which I'd never done before, um, <laughs> to meet them because I freaking love Doctor Who. So I'm waiting in line, then I realized they can sign two things. So I ran to Midtown Comics to get a Doctor Who magazine so they could sign the DVD and a Doctor Who magazine. And then the guy, the register... He's like, oh, so what do you do or whatever? Or first he's, he sees that I'm buying Doctor Who and he doesn't like Doctor Who. So then I'm like, oh, oh I don't really like you. Because I'm like, why are you talking <laughs> shit about my my beloved Doctor Who? But I let it pass. I was like, you probably haven't watched it. It's not your fault. So then he's like, oh, what do you do? I was like, oh, I have a blog. And he's like, oh, it's a call. And I told him, girl gone geek. He's like, you're not a geek. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. I was have you know, like that's how you feel. That's how you feel. Just give me a magazine so I can go back and meet the doctor. Um, and he's like, Oh, so, uh, what do you, what do you read? What comics do you read? And I've only started reading comics like a few years ago. Um, so I started naming and it's mainly been like vertigo or Grant Morrison stuff, which was like my gateway drug into comics. Nice. So I was like naming some, a lot of Grant Morrison stuff like doom patrol, invisibles. Um, and he, he was, uh, impressed and surprised. But that was, like, the first time that I had been, like, one, like, quizzed about my knowledge in a subject area. And then, two, really, like, somebody saying, oh, you're not a geek because I'm a girl or I don't look like I like that stuff. 
So that kind of uh, annoyed me. Yeah, I just went. I just that, went back to my fellow Whovians in line and met the doctor, and everything was okay that day. That's, <laughs> that's really. It, it's funny you say that because that that has to probably be one of the most frustrating things. Just whether you do a blog or whether you have a particular interest, if you don't fit the preconceived notion of what that fan base should be like, it it really is probably one of the most frustrating things. Like. You know, I go to Comic-Con and I'm doing stuff and I'm like, yeah, you know, and I do this. And they're like, you do? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I collect toys. I you know, I do this. I watch anime, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. And they're like, really? Okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm like, you know, play video games till 3 a.m., go to work half asleep. Yeah, I do all that, all that stuff. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's really weird hearing that, but um, I can, I can definitely relate. Yeah, it, I I mean, I grew up, both my parents, who are extremely awesome, um, are pretty much geeks, too. I don't think they realize it, but they <laughs> love all the same stuff I do. Like, we'd have Miyazaki marathons at our house, and they're huge sci-fi fans. They are obsessed about Farscape, because they live in Germany. I'm a military brat. Um, so they're in Germany. And so when I Skype with them, we always have like a segment of our Skype conversations uh, designated to talking about either the latest Walking Dead or Game of Thrones or Fringe episode or whatever it is. Um, and we're like screaming at each other like, oh, my God. And then when that happened. Um, so, yeah, they've been I just grew up uh, with that. My uncle, like two of my uncles are hardcore fanboys. Um, so I always had like that in my life. So it was never something different i knew most of my friends didn't like it but i still had my parents to talk to about it so then once i moved uh to new york uh because i was in germany i graduated high school there but no i don't speak german um <laughs> i i it sucked because i had nobody to talk to about it anymore my parents were all the way over there um so i kind of just like oh all right well i guess this is just the thing that i like um and I had to keep to myself because I didn't, nobody else really liked it. And then that's kind of what had me start my blog. Um, that and I had some free time. <laughs> so, and it's it's turned into this beautiful little thing that I'm really happy about. I I got to delve into one particular feature, which before we started recording, I talked mm -hmm. about, which I love. And that's your, that's your Tattoo Tuesday feature. Oh, they're um, so fun. Uh, <laughs> Tattoo Tuesday, probably your Transformers one, because I'm a, I'm a huge Transformers yeah. fan, definitely. But the fact that people had had tattoos of things like Firefly, Bug Me Out, and Ghost in the Shell, um, Chuck Palahniuk. I didn't know there was that many. There was that much Chuck Palahniuk ink out there because I'm a I'm a huge fan of his work. I know you too. Well, clearly because I did it, so I have to love it. Oh yeah. But <laughs> It, yeah. it was crazy. That's one of my favorite features. How do you how do you come up with the material for that particular feature, and where do you go to find your art? Is it a Google thing? Is it just you know going to other blogs that you read to to call that information? So um, it's I kind of I think it just popped in my head like Tattoo Tuesday um, randomly when my blog was kind of new, and I was thinking of like having a, like certain days designated for certain things. Um, like I have my Sunday funnies, which now I don't do every Sunday. Um, but I started it with Harry Potter, love Harry Potter. Um, and now I have like a method to the madness of Tattoo Tuesday. It is my favorite thing to do on my blog. I love tattoos and I love geek things and I love it when they're together. 
Um, so I would just have an idea of what to blog about. Like I did a recent Game of Thrones one because Game of Thrones was starting. So I'm like, hey, let me do Game of Thrones. Um, and I go through Flickr and DeviantArt and there's a website called Geeky Tattoos and then Google. So I do it in that kind of order because usually Google will take me to one of those things anyway. Um, and I've, because tattoos are extremely personal to everybody, what I try to do different with my Tattoo Tuesdays is source and include all information I can about the tattoo. Um, because I don't want to just copy and paste and that's it. Like I want to take people to whose tattoo it was, whatever their website, blog, whatever it is, or wherever I get the source, I want to credit it. Um, so I'm really big on that. I've even like done so to one Pokemon tattoo Tuesday I did. One girl wrote, it was this awesome, like, Bulbasaur tattoo. So gorgeous. But she commented in, like, her DeviantArt, don't steal my photo. So I messaged her, like, hey, I don't want to steal it. I, I just want to use it for my blog. Is it cool if I credit you and all that? And she wrote me back, yeah. Um, but I try and do all that and try and include why the person got it. And then it turned into this thing where people would email me their tattoos. So now every time I do a tattoo Tuesday, like the day or two before I ask, hey, you know, hey are you, do you have a Avengers tattoo? If you do, email me and I'll feature it on my blog. So um, I've turned it into this Tattoo Tuesday featurette once I started realizing certain people had a bunch of geeky tattoos. So I, I'll interview them and ask them about it and um, put it on my blog. And that's, that's what it is. And actually, yesterday I did uh, Avengers Tattoo, because Avengers is coming out. Um, and uh, Avengers retweeted me. Wow. And I was, like, freaking out. But That's awesome. I was, like, freaking out. It broke my blog for a little bit. <laughs> uh, but Agent M on Twitter, who is, where is he? Yeah, Ryan it, Panagos. He is awesome. Yeah. So he had actually retweeted me first. And then he was like, check Twitter in an hour and a half. And I was like, what, you're getting an Avengers tattoo and you're going to tweet it? He's like, no. I'm like, okay. So I come back and it's like, Avengers retweeted me. And I somebody wrote like a database error. I was like, damn, it broke my blog. That is awesome. So that made me really happy. And then I had um, Neil Gaiman retweeted the Sandman tattoo Tuesday that I did. And like, it was so hard for me to sleep that night. I was so excited. Oh, yeah. So freaking happy because I adore I adore him to pieces. So yeah, that's my tattoo Tuesday. Yeah, I like that. That was one of the things that kept me. Like I went through your site and went through <laughs> each of them all the way from the first Harry Potter. The I didn't do the Avengers yet, but I did every other one, and I was like, yeah, Transformers I like, and I've always kind of wanted to get a Transformers uh, piece. Did me also. I think that was when the movie was coming out too, and I was yeah, I was super happy about that. <laughs> Yeah, it's it it I piece by piece, and I was like, wow, there's some real awesome there Transformers are, ink. There's some really really good ink. Uh, I try to only put good stuff um, because there's like I'll find a zillion Pokemon tattoos, but they're not all the good the good ones, and I don't want to put bad stuff on um, on my blog. And you know, it was really annoying. Sometimes I get comments, um, and people are like, "What an idiot! Why would they get that tattooed on themselves?" And I just don't approve it because I don't want nasty shit on my blog. Like if you're going to talk shit, don't do it on my blog. Cause it's not the place for it. Yeah. That's that. that don't, don't micromanagement that. is terrible. Yeah. So, but that doesn't happen too often. Usually people are like, I'm going to, Oh, I even have one girl. Um, she got a sailor moon tattoo 
And she emailed me that she got it, that she was inspired from the Sailor Moon Tattoo Tuesday that I had done on my blog and um, some of the things she saw in there. So that made me super happy. Oh, that's cool. You have you have a nice little niche from your own from your own feature. Your feature turned into a kind of like a calling card for you. Yeah, I I really like that. I get a lot of emails for uh, of tattoos, so I have like a bunch kind of saved up for little featurettes that that I'll do. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I saw that you 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 were covering video games and you expressed that you don't you're not a, a Halo player. So what do you play? And you know what 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 are you looking forward to playing? I oh my gosh, I'm the worst. So I got Netflix on my PlayStation now, so it's pretty much turned into just this Netflix box. Uh, I don't play as much games as I should, but um, I actually played some Dead Space today for the first time. Um, so I was kind of scared while I was playing, but <laughs> not as scared as when I was watching my brother play Amnesia, um, which is terrifying. Like the scariest thing I've ever experienced. I don't know if you played Amnesia or you or you know about it or whatever. I've, I've heard of it. I haven't played it because I have like four games in plastic on the PS3 and then I'm going through stuff on Gamefly. So. <laughs> it's the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my whole entire life. Like I am not exaggerating. Oh, so <laughs> I now, now I gotta play that. I was, playing. I was screaming at the top of my lungs and my mom came down and was like, are you okay? And I was like, this game, mom, this game is scary. Like my brother will play it by, by himself. Um, but I, I played some Death Space today. I love Portal and um, Bayonetta, like, Ninten- like pretty much all Nintendo stuff. Um, PlayStation kind of girl because I'm not a very I'm not good at first person shooters which I need to get better at um, but I like God of War what else I'm looking at my windowsill at games that I like I like that you reference Bayonetta very underappreciated game a favorite I of mine really like my brother he puts me on everything my little brother we're really close um, he put me on a Bayonetta and I freaking love it I love like I like button mashers. And she's hot. <laughs> yeah, the art, the art style was awesome. The way they designed her is awesome. Plus all the throwback with the music. Yeah, the music was really good. And her shoes are freaking guns. Like, so awesome. Yeah. They <laughs> made replicas know. of them for sale. They did? Yeah, I, for, I forgot where they were. If I find them, I'll send you the link. Girl cosplay as her. Really good one um, at Comic-Con, I think, last year or two years ago. Uh, I'm probably forgetting a bunch of stuff that I really like. Oh, I like Little Big Planet. I like really cute things. I like the spectrum goes from like super adorable to super gory. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I like Little Big Planet's therapy for me. Bayonetta, Kratos kills, and then like Kirby epic yarn. (laughs) (laughs) It's like usually how it goes. Nothing wrong with that. I, you know, I, I, I like Little Big Planet. Um, very therapeutic for me. I, you know, I get angry very quick. So I know me too. Little, the little, too. the little brown dude is, uh, very therapeutic and, um, that boy. um, I love portal though. Portal, portal. I haven't done a lot of portal. I did a little bit and then I'm like, all right, I can't because <laughs> you know, well it's, not, well, it's not that long. Thank God. Because with me, like I'll play something and I really like it, but then I never finish it. Like, I've been playing, I played Skyrim, or I've been playing, but I, it's hard for me to go back to it because I know it's never going to end, despite how good it is. I can't, like, I have to play it and remember that I'm not playing to beat it, I'm just playing to play. Um, because that game is forever. But, uh, you uh, have... I played some Fables with my brother, and Alice, and Red Dead. I'm looking at my 
windowsill now. Saints Row is fun. Infamous is cool. Yeah. Yeah, you have you have video game ADD. You can't stay focused on on the longer on the longer games. I can't, which is why Portal worked, and it was awesome. So that worked too. There you go. Have you what um besides Comic Con, which you've done? Have you done any other events to to promote the blog? Is there uh, direction oh, you want to go in that you want to you know like obviously everybody has their holy grail like i'm sure you know you might you might say san diego comic-con or i wish <laughs> i um well i've only been to new york comic-con um yeah i've been to a few um of the little marketplace big apple comic-cons in the city but that's just to buy really cheap comics <laughs> uh really really cheap trades yes but I would love to go to PAX and um, E3 and San Diego Comic-Con, but unless somebody's going to pay for me to go out there, I can't. Like, <laughs> it's not it's not happening um, for me right now. It is a dream, and I'll start to go one, one year. I'll start slowly making it out of New York. But until then, if somebody wants to sponsor me to go, I'll be on the first plane. But, yeah. There you go. Not... Nothing wrong with that. I mean, you. One day. We we've all, we've done the Comic Con stuff. We've done Big Apple for work. Um, I too have done Big Apple to buy stuff usually on the Sunday before it's over. <laughs> so, yeah, I just get like five dollar trades. Yeah, it's usually what I do. Um, but yeah, I've New York was fun. It's no San Diego, I'm sure, but I really enjoyed it, and I was able to. Um, to get in some interviews and stuff. And it's just me. And I actually got to blog for MTV geek at last New York comic con. Really? That's awesome. Um, this guy Gallagher, I think it's David Gallagher. He's a comic book artist. I think that's his name. I'm guessing. Um, we follow each other on Twitter and his wife works for MTV geek and he put me in contact with her and she, um, I, uh, she asked if I wanted to cover some stuff. I was like, hell yeah, I like MTV Geek. So I got to. I was really happy. I did two, um, two posts for them. But it's just me. That's the thing. Um, a lot of people, which is like blog. I have tons of bloggers guilt because I don't get to blog as much as I'd like because I'm really busy. And then there's the mood, the blog mood swings if I'm not in the mood to blog. And um, and then I'm really like picky about what I put out. And what I want to talk about. So, um, like, for things like Comic-Con, it's, like, it's just me blogging. There's nobody else. I don't do guest posts because I kind of like to keep it just all of me. Um, so it's hard for me to get push a whole bunch of, you know, content out about stuff that's happening um, because I don't have the time. No, I, I, I hear you. Real life gets in the way, and then you wish that... It would it would only be what your interest is as your job, and then you can't. I know. That's why I should find out how to make money off my blog. <laughs> Maybe if I pry my eyes off of Netflix. I call, like, Netflix my boyfriend now. It's so sad. But, um, um there, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I, try to, I try to consume as much media as possible because, you know, the, 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 the site becomes your job. So mm, it's like... Yeah. It's like, yeah, I got three games to play, four movies to watch, and then you're just like, uh, I don't want to do any of it. So uh, I, I can I can understand. But um, one thing I did notice that was that jumped out was that when you're doing a lot of your movie and TV posts, they're very not not to say that they're that they're light, but they're more personal. 
did you yeah. feel, do you feel that going and watching the shows like how much how much stuff are you watching on a weekly basis to <laughs> how bad how bad is it it's bad well the thing is um i don't talk, i don't blog about everything that i write about because right. again like it has to be like i was explaining this to a friend the other day cuz it was i was watching fringe and i was talking to him about it and um, they're like, oh, so I bet you're going to blog about it. I'm like, not really, because, like, what am I going to say? You know, like, it's, I don't think, unless I know that I have a real, like, a certain opinion about something, then I'll blog about it. But I watch a lot. I, I just love so much stuff, because I want to watch it all. And then I'm reading a lot, too. Um, Game of Thrones is, like, my newest thing and the various comics that are that are going on. But um, I I watch a lot. But... It's what's on now. Only um, walk, not Walking Dead, uh, Game of Thrones is on, and I watch Mad Men, which isn't geeky, but it's awesome. So those are the only things that are current that I watch. Um, but then Netflix happened, and <laughs> lo- I was Lost was like a thing for me recently because I never watched Lost um, when it was out. So I watched it on Netflix, kind of started as a joke. Um, and then I became slowly obsessed and that was kind of like my life for three months. That happened uh, with, to me with prison break. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you understand. Um, yeah, I, I watch a lot, but yeah, I do, I guess, but I read a lot <laughs> to try and make myself feel better. Yeah. To keep your brain from rotting. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. I read a lot. So I feel like I balance it out. Oh, I did want to tell you, I really liked your, attack of the block review well your attack the block review because not too many people jumped out to really talk about that movie like i kind of felt it under the under the radar and, i love attack the block <laughs> you know it had and it had you know i had a uh it had the big guy from hot fuzz in there nick frost and i was like man more people should be watching this and laughing about it and and referencing it so i was i was i was very impressed very impressed that I... you how did I, I watched it at a screening, a free screening they had out here, um, because they were trying to, you know, push it out to the American audience. And I loved it so much. Like I was head over heels for that movie. It was one of my favorite, like top three favorite films of last year, to be honest. Um, because it, it, I felt like there wasn't anything that I'd seen like it. Um, it was funny and, um, it was it was fucking awesome. So I love the Tack the Block. And when I really like something, I want other people to really like it too. And being out here in uh, America, like it wasn't out in the theaters that much. So I was trying to do my part as a fan and get people out there watching it. Um, but when I went to New York Comic Con, I I'd get all these emails about you know uh, like stuff and people that were going to be there. But I usually only do what I like. Joe Cornish email came in, who is the director of Attack the Block, and I was like, please get me in for that interview. And I was able to do a roundtable interview with him, which was my first, like, kind of big person interview. And I was <laughs> so elated. And he was really, he's really cool. So I got to interview him and talk about Attack the Block again on my blog. Yeah, so. I, I was very, I was very impressed. Not only that, you know, you, you reviewed it, and, but I, I liked the, the, the pacing of the review because it was you can you can feel the enthusiasm in it. And that's that's the shit I like to read. I like to read. I hate walls of text. I hate walls of text of people like, yeah, well, the cinematography. Look, was the movie badass? Did heads get blown off? Was it awesome or not? Yeah, I like certain things I work on a lot more on my blog. Um, usually film reviews I work on a lot more. And 
Um, some TV talks I do, the Lost review I worked on a lot because it was Lost and it was just like a very, uh, it was about my experience with Lost and that was it. It wasn't like a review of Lost because those were, those happened years ago. I wasn't trying to do that. Um, but yeah, I love Attack the Block and I want my love for these things to come out on my block and I really hope that they do. So that makes me happy that you really enjoyed it. Yeah, I was I was laughing because I read. It. I'm like, wow, she's she's really down with this, and like, <laughs> I felt it was such a, you know, it's such a such a cult flick. It's like like when I tell people that I like, you know, like a cult movie I like is Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and okay. you know, I, people are like, really, that's like one of your favorite movies. I'm like, yeah, it's completely weird and terrible, but you know, that that when I explain it to them and they watch it, they're like, oh, we can see why you like this. So seeing that sort of, of passion translate into something, you know, that's so under the radar was, was super cool. So kudos to you for that. Thank you. All right. So I think we're good. I think we got everything out there. So, um, all the formalities, of course, uh, where can people find you? Where can they follow um... you? Where can't you find me? <laughs> I'm on everything, pretty much. You can go to my blog, girlgonegeekblog.com. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at girl underscore gone underscore geek. I'm on Tumblr, which I don't tumble that much. I kind of tumble every now and then, as um, com, <laughs> And that came from the Invisibles, um, the apocalypse stick yeah. I got that from. Um, my future cat's name will be Lord Fanny, by the way. If anybody <laughs> read The Invisibles and gets it, you're you're great. Um, what else do I do? What else do I do? Oh, my blog's Facebook page is Facebook slash Girl Gun Geek Blog. I'm on Pinterest if you do that, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a lot of things. Hit me up. Say hi. All right, I'll talk make about, sure. Talk about Doctor Who or other geek stuff that I like, I'm sure. I'll make sure to link to all that stuff in the write-up, and um, well, we're good to go. So uh, let me just thank wrap. Thank you. I, I appreciate you coming on, taking the time to out of your busy schedule to come hang out with me and uh, uh, take us beyond the mic for the Girl Gone Geek blog. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You've just heard My Take Radio's Beyond the Mic offered exclusively to My Take Radio app owners and Stitcher subscribers. You can listen to live My Take Radio broadcasts every Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on the Blog Talk Radio Network. You can also find My Take Radio in various social media outlets, including Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus, and Pinterest. You can also subscribe to My Take Radio TV on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Peace.